Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we get drunk, we watch movies, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And we are watching... This is another review. It's a review. It's, yeah. it's a review. Um, so yeah, we have HBO Max, so you know, good old, uh, good old, good old... Good old Conjuring. Good old HBO Max. HBO Max, Watching yeah. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, yeah, so... We watched two this week leading up to this movie. Yeah, one and I've seen one, so I pretty much remember that one by heart. And like, the last time we saw one was on season one. So oh, I right. Mean, I forgot. We so already did that one. We've seen them all in the past six months or so. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen The Conjuring 2 actually twice in that span. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this movie, going into it, I really did not know much about the case. Um, See, I didn't know Arnie anything. Johnson. I didn't know anything either. And that's like that's like the, the so I watched a review from Chris Stuckman where he said like it, like obviously if anyone who's seen this movie spoiler I guess it's not it doesn't necessarily focus on the case it focuses more on leading up to the case yeah um and he's Chris Stuckman said something where like everyone knows about this case and like I had no idea I had no idea like what what happened like how did it go and stuff they just kind of cut to the the guess, end of the verdict. If yeah, if you're really into like the paranormal um, world and stuff like that, I'm sure you know about it. But like, yeah, I guess we love horror movies. We just don't know much of like the real stories and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I wait I wait for these movies to give me context. <laughs> yeah, based on true events. Yeah, based on a true yeah, story. Yeah. So I there the, when the first one came out, I was just like floored at how fucking good it was. Yeah. And then the second one came out and blew it out of the water. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like James Wan definitely, definitely should like if if they gave Oscars to horror movies, I think The Conjuring or Conjuring Two would be like top tier stuff. Yeah, because I guess it focuses more on suspense than horror itself. Yeah, which is what the more the horror movies do nowadays, which is good. And yeah. I. I'm not always looking for a scare. I'm looking for a good story with horror movies nowadays. Yeah, tense and yeah. yeah, building tension, rising tension, all that stuff. Like it's fantastic. Love it. This movie, The Devil Made Me Do It. So it it wasn't as scary as the first two. I would say yeah. that. Like there was suspense for sure. Like yeah. there are few really fucking good scenes yeah yeah um but yeah from here on out spoilers for the conjuring the devil made me do it um yeah so let's get into it all right so the opening scare with the little boy uh i thought was well done with the blood shower and then um you know he stabs his dad in the leg and stuff (laughs) jesus christ yeah so i didn't understand was arnie david's brother I, yeah, I don't know. I think he was just kind of like helping out or something. Or was David Arnie's kid? Because I don't understand that. I was very confused by that. Let me look that up. Please. Yeah. So while you're looking that up, like that was very confusing to me because they never like mentioned like how they were related. We just knew they lived in the same house, and I I guess like the father that got stabbed in the leg. I don't know yeah. if that was... It, it just got more confusing there on through with that. And, um, like, when they did the flashback scene and the waterbed and all that stuff, like, it seemed as though, like... Because all three of them walked in together as, like, a family. So I'm thinking, like, is David, like, the son of Arnie and what's-her-face? Yeah, I, did, I, I couldn't find anything. Um, okay. But... 
any anything quick if I did a little more research beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe if like maybe that's that's in the case files where it's like, um, where we find we we find out how they're related and stuff like, but like, um, if I read the actual case or not, so. maybe I can find something about it. Um, maybe in like the reviews, maybe the yeah. reviews say something about it. Well, anyway, um, I, I thought, I thought the scene was well done with, um, kind of the, uh, not schizophrenic is, is people use that in a, in a bad way. I use it in a good turn in a good way this time where it was very schizophrenic and like the fact that there was so much going on, overwhelming, intense mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and he's like, um, it was like a kind of a finale, big big showdown finale right in the beginning to kind of get us involved. And you know, you know how like the regular Conjuring movies they start off with like the first one started off with Annabelle, and then the second it's one it's a cold was, open, yeah, yeah, cold open. I liked how it kind of was an explosive cold open this time around, um, and you got to you got to like kind of well, I mean, it built up and everything where it starts off with the blood shower and stuff, and then. Um, the exorcist comes in and stuff. Yeah, that nice little callback to like you know little yeah, exorcist yeah. shot. Like, oh, that was I, cool. I see what there you're were doing a few there. of them in this movie that yeah. I saw. I, I like that. I'm like, ooh, that's different. That's cool. Yeah, we'll see later on with um, Ed and the Sledgehammer. I got like hardcore Shining vibes from that. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, still trying to see like how they're related but <laughs> see i know, looked i looked up uh david latzel and uh arnie johnson relation and then like the suicide hotline came up <laughs> which is like wow okay thanks google oh <laughs> that's great um it's like, i just want to know more about the case i'm not suicidal um yeah. something about about these recent like possession movies that i love is the body contortions Mm. I just, I just love, I love how they just kind of like bend and like the, you know, like the bones cracking and stuff. Yeah, and like how, and like, like I, that was like the coolest part of Conjuring Two. Wait, oh, you find something? So at least in one of the reviews, most people are also thinking it's his brother. David is his brother. Okay, so that's what most of the reviews are thinking. Um, okay, that, so I guess we'll go with brother. If it's not, well, that makes we're sense. Smucks, we don't know shit. So I mean, they use actual people's names, so it's not like like if this was like a movie, it would be like um, Arnie Latzel or something because Arnie Johnson, like, because that implies that like different mothers or or there's different fathers or something like that, mm-hmm. which is like we don't really need to go into that because that doesn't make yeah. any sense to the to the story. So it also never said how old like anybody was. Like they didn't get ages for like like how old Arnie Johnson is. Like yeah, which weird. is weird. You feel like in the eighties, like I guess he wouldn't be like. Well, he he looked like he would. Like, he had it was like a like a at least at least twenty. Yeah, twenty early twenties probably. But like he was like you know I'm pretty sure like you I'm pretty sure there's some sort of permit law. Or, I mean maybe not in the eighties, but to be working on like um to be a tree cutter. Oh yeah, you have to be like a certain age or something like that. Well nowadays, but yeah, um, I I also couldn't place where the fuck Brookfield is, but I guess it's in like Connecticut or Massachusetts, just like where the yeah, where Salem witch trials are kind of like well, where the Warrens are based. They're yeah. from Massachusetts. You think they are from? Yeah. Well, yeah, because the cop was from Massachusetts, right? Yeah, but like they also had to travel a lot. So like I, I don't. Uh-huh. They're they're in the Northeast region, like Massachusetts. Yeah, Connecticut. yeah, I saw New England on a, on a map. I think it's Connecticut. So. I think they're from Connecticut. But yeah, like I could not place where Brookfield was. I'm just like I I don't. Why well, can't they Brookfield say Brookfield, Brookfield place, Connecticut? Or? Why can't they just say that? It's like okay, now I know where this is. But because I was looking at the like landscapes a lot with the wide shots, I'm like. It looks like Virginia. I'm like, I don't know. It was it was weird, but yeah. 
But um, we're getting hung up on the wrong things here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opening scene though, um, Arnie says, "Hey, take me," and I'm like, "Bro, it's like the one thing you don't you don't fucking say." And Ed's like, <laughs> "Bro, what are you fucking doing?" Ed's yeah, just yeah, having yeah. a fucking heart attack. <laughs> yeah, it's like which I thought did he, this has actually happened because I thought I thought it was not necessarily like a a good plot device. Again, we don't know the story yeah. of how it actually happened. So yeah, okay. So I'm going based off the movie. Like I think the whole Ed having a having a heart attack and having heart problems now it, it does it it go, goods for like good tension later on. But like, I felt like the way we got there is kind of like, like oh okay a little little rote, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure he died of a heart attack, which also kind of is a little foreshadowing. In 2006, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> at least it makes sense he has heart problems, or this is what started his heart problems, maybe. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of just like... I mean, uh, that would be pretty cool. Like, how, how often can you say that you get heart problems from a, from a de- uh, from the devil? Yeah, again, I'm not sure. I didn't look <laughs> up anything on Ed, but I, I feel like he died of a heart attack. Um, okay. Because it would make more sense to the story, at least. Um... Next, well, I love how like I wrote all these notes. I'm like really into the movie, and then like after everything dies down, he's like, I just wrote in my notes. Wait, is Ed having a heart attack? Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, oops, um, forgot about him. Uh, yeah, like this whole movie is literally just Ed grunting and just like yeah, grunting and sweating. Oh my god! A lot of people are sweating. It's like the very very wet. Very wet movie. <laughs> yeah, like I kept telling Dan, I'm just like, oh, Ed, you're going to have another fucking coronary. Stop running. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to Like, Jesus. He's um, going to drop dead. <laughs> Ed dropped dead. Um, but yeah, it. Oh, my glasses were rubbing against the uh, pop filter here. Um, let's see. So you didn't take any notes. I took a bunch I, of I notes. I didn't, but because I wanted to enjoy the movie. I didn't really want to take yeah. notes. I, I'm kind of going off of you, and I can like play off of that, but. Yeah, so, what was it? Um, what's the, oh yeah, you forgot that he had a heart attack, and then, like, I compared it to The Revenant. <laughs> oh yeah, The Revenant. Like, yeah, there's a lot of grunting, and a lot of, like, uh, just with more dialogue, you said? Yeah, the, it's, yeah, The Revenant with more dialogue. <laughs> uh, the acting in this movie was really well, like, again, fantastic acting. Even yeah. from the, the child actor that played David, he was, he's been in a lot of stuff, like, Hill yeah. House, um, uh, Wandavision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's been in a lot, and he's a, he's a pretty good child actor. Not gonna lie. See, he's good. Maybe he was just directed weirdly in uh, Wandavision or something because mm-hmm. I did not like him in Wandavision. You don't like Billy? All. I didn't. I hated Billy. It was <sighs> it was awful. Ah, well, I'm sorry, Billy. Ah, that's all right. Um, yeah. So, um, lost my train of thought. You, what's what's your next note? So I got this like, um. There was a nega, uh, so like I, I called it nega Arnie jump scare because I thought it was like, because uh, like the lady that we find out is the Satanist in this movie, yeah, kind of looks like Arnie to me at least the, the first scene. So I'm like, oh whoa, it's a nega Arnie like jump scare, um, which I thought I'm like, okay, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good build up and stuff. I'm like, oh cool, yeah, it was, it was kind of like with the with the cereal dropping on the floor and stuff, um, and then I'm like, dude, is this guy? He's so screwed because it's like. Like you invited a demon into your your body. Mm. He's like, take me, fucking idiot. Yeah, and then yeah. we find out it's yes, yeah, Satanist is or a Satanist is the yeah. the problem that was caused for the uh, the family. Yeah, um, yeah. I've done a lot of stuff on like Satanists lately in pop culture. Like yeah, they're coming back. 
Well, that that was the thing with Hereditary, Hereditary, which is like the other like like super good horror movie that like you know. It, it, <laughs> Yeah. Talk, you want to talk about tense? <laughs> yeah, and then there's like the documentary, The Sons of Sam, like that. Oh, yeah. that also had Satanists in it. Yeah, it was like really, like really fucked. Great documentary on Netflix. Um, yeah, but yeah, like it's it's making like a revival, and it makes you think more of these things. It's like, well, yeah. all right, I don't want to be a Satanist, but well, it makes it makes you, you go. <laughs> I was gonna say like Satanists aren't bad. It's just some of them go a little too far yeah. with things like the belief yeah it's it's okay like do what you want believe what you want um <laughs> yeah, it's like but like is the, i'm confused in like what so like the the general narrative through christianity is that satan is bad mm-hmm. evil right yep so what what is the satanist belief then if like cause because it's a branch off of christianity so like you you go into it thinking oh this is bad like you like i worship this bad thing yeah, well, well so, like, again, do you want to be evil? Like, I don't think it's a, like it's not an evil thing because I mean, like, when you look at um, what is it? Um, what's the show? Fuck, um, Silicon Valley. The guy that Martin Starr plays, he's a Satanist, but like, he's not bad. Like, oh, right. I mean, he's a dick, but <laughs> yeah, he's a dick. But, like, I don't, I don't necessarily know what the belief of Satanism is, but it's, it's not all bad. It's not what pop culture makes it out to be. Okay. But I guess there are some people out there that are just yeah, well, crazy. Like, like this They're lady. the crazy Satanists. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah, I mean maybe maybe we'll get like a like a, a movie about Satanism and like how it's not so bad. Kinda like how like That'd be interesting. Yeah. Like I don't see I don't wanna I don't wanna like I don't wanna like say it, but like for a while after like nine eleven, like like a lot of like Islamic like movie or like re- characters were like the bad guys in movies and stuff. Same thing with like, like Russian villains in the eighties and stuff. Um, so maybe we'll see like a kind of turn into the tides. Like we're seeing with like Islamic characters now mm-hmm. where like, they're not, it's not all bad. Like we're just misunderstood. Like mm-hmm. me, the Satanists are just misunderstood. Yeah, yeah it's all the way the media plays it and all that. It's the, it's just the way, it's perceived in pop culture and society today. It's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It, it's, it's, Entertainment and media has a very, dude, very, very powerful pull. Yes. Yes, it does. And, um, without getting too far into that, um, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's basically all we're going to say in the subject, but yeah. Um, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, back to the movie The Um, so we got this guy named Bruno. He's kind of a dick. Bruno. Bruno and the Bruno Motel. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> Which Bruno. I thought was kinda kinda cool. Like, they added in like the Bruno Mort- Motel when they um is it Ed and Lorraine they check in or something? Yeah. It, yeah, okay. Yeah. But um this he's kind of an asshole, but like they live they live in the house with the they no. have like a that no that's where um that's where she one works. Of them works. Yeah. One of them works there. Oh well, yeah, where where Arnie's girlfriend works, which I don't I don't know her name. Yeah, I keep forgetting her name. Um I'm just gonna yeah, look it up. She's not too important, but um, so I'm confused. This is what gets Arnie thrown in prison, where um, he's like he's being possessed and haunted by by the devil. Mm. But then, but then when so it's a very claustrophobic scene in which I loved, which it was like you know like everyone's like sweaty, they're all dancing, like, hey, let's get drunk and everything, and, you know, and like Arnie's like not, it's like no, I don't want to. 
and it's very very wet again, <laughs> very wet and schizophrenic, like I was saying. Yeah. Um. See, all, I like the craziness is like what adds to this scene. So I want to make that clear. It's a good. It's a, that's what's good about it. Um. And then, and then Bruno. I'm confused. Bruno gets possessed by the devil. See, I don't know what that's about. Maybe it's just a vision that um, Arnie had, and it looks like because that it goes through that um, type of thing a few times where like the person who's like being attacked is or or the uh, evil person that is like devil thing is there is getting attacked. Or is attacking somebody, and that is the wrong person. It's like, um, some kind of trickery thing. Yeah, like so, like the, the person attacking thinks that they're attacking the devil, but they're not. They're attacking someone they love, or somebody they know oh, of, okay. or whatever. Well, yeah, because we see that we we see that with um, Ed going after Lorraine. Exactly. And it's like you you be gone. And he has a knife in his. Yeah, it, it kind of um, reminds me of uh, that game, Man of Madon. They did that in that game. Um, oh, which I got. Yeah. Still you didn't finish that. it. Yeah. yeah, you never we finished. finished That's li- what happens. We we started playing Man of Medan and um, uh, uh, Little Hope, and we just never finished it. Well, we finished Little Hope. I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Yeah, you must have finished that with Joe or something. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, it, it happened to Man of Medan this way, like it's some kind of weird shit. And yeah, anyway. Um, where you're attacking the wrong person and you know yeah yeah <clears throat> i thought something interesting was that he stabbed him 22 times which we're going to find out is the same amount of times that um this other girl jessica stabbed katie 22 times oh, so i, I wonder if that's that. like a like 22 is like a special number or something yeah i didn't hear that i must and have missed that part i might have i might have gotten it wrong but i'm pretty sure it's 22 both times well i mean he they're cool. they're I think maybe if we counted the amount of times that Lorraine was stabbing the dirt, I mean, we probably would have figured it out how many times she was stabbed. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, that was a weird scene. Like, she she has all of her visions. It's a very visual visual movie, like, for Lorraine. Mm-hmm. And she's always, like, she seems to get trapped in these visions in this one, which is weird. It's like, oh, shit, she's trapped. She can't get out of this. Yeah, and, like, I noticed this in, like, in, um... In Conjuring Two, when they're doing the Amityville scene, Ed wants wants her to pull out of the dream very or like early on before like anything happens. Yep, it's always like okay, time to go. Like, but like you're not going to figure anything out if if like she doesn't investigate or anything. Yeah. And it was like you got to let her do a thing, bro. Yeah, like, but you, I mean, how long also, you been doing this? Thirty years, you know? Yeah, but it's also his wife, and it's like, uh, mm. bitch, don't die, please. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to raise a kid myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's at UConn. Yeah, uh, yeah, we we see her once in the movie. We see the daughter, and she's in college now. I'm just like, I guess, like halfway through, I'm like, where the fuck is the daughter? Yeah, she showed up when I was in the hospital. That's, yeah. that's about it. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think you were like still like like setting stuff up or whatever, and you were like half paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Well, because Sep, Sep was having trouble doing the teases. Yes, yeah, just, we figured that out. So figured you know, that out. Hopefully, you guys enjoy. Uh, these new teases that we're doing um, with where we explain the movie badly um, of the Shameless plot. Plug. Shame, yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of a uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have enough time for a tease for this one, but um, well, we don't tease the reviews. We, we just drop them. them. Yeah, we just drop them because they're big surprises for you guys. Yeah, we may have a few more of these coming out soon. I don't know, maybe. But yeah, um, what's the uh, what's another thing that's happening? Oh yeah, Lorraine. We were talking about Lorraine and her visions. Um, yeah, yeah. The one where the uh, two girls got murdered. Uh, excuse me. Um, 
We're not even drunk. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just coffee. <laughs> uh, so Lorraine ends up running off after she like imitates the uh, murder of one of the girls. And she ends up on a cliffside or whatever, almost falling off. Like yeah. she basically retraces the steps of the other girl who died. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked, I liked the, the kind of uh, getting into that scene where like um, it tilts down or whatever. And then you hear like the, and then you just hear the, and it's completely quiet after that, mm. you know? And I, I love the sound design and like the direction of that. Oh yeah. Getting into that. We missed the scene, the scene in the house when Bruno gets murdered. We yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to get into that. Where yeah. I, yeah I, so um, basically it, it's the 193 years or something um, in like the, the town's history since a murder happened. Mm-hmm. Which I thought that was like interesting. And then that gets blown out of like, like the, the biggest, it's like the biggest case um, that, that Ed and Lorraine have been on yet i guess so like big like uh paparazzi wise yeah or, yes, well, yes. Not paparazzi, media wise media wise yeah um so i, I just i thought that was kind of cool um my notes but yeah when bruno is murdered he again arnie sees something attacking his girlfriend and ends up chasing the thing or whatever and getting away from it eventually and then he stumbles into this room and everything like there's this red light coming in from like a window. Mm. And it's just so Great. cool looking. You hear stuff coming. Then at one point it just goes, yeah. Everything goes black, and it's like fucking runs at him. It's like okay, no thank you, no yeah. no no thank you. But that was a really well designed. They had a few really well designed scenes in this movie. Yeah, and the it's the way they built them and staged them. It was fantastically done. I think the other the other good kind of like good. Like, uh, I don't, how do I put this? Um, I liked I liked the morgue scene, but I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I like the build up and everything, where like the lights go out, and then Ed's like, you know, Lorraine's doing her thing, and Ed's just like, okay, I'm gonna just turn on the like. Of course, of course, something scary is gonna happen because mm. it's a horror movie. Um, and then you see. Um, you a see dead like, body. The, the big sumo wrestler. <laughs> yeah, de- big dead body. <laughs> big dead body. Um, he's like, he's like, ah, I'm going to come kill you and stuff. And then, and Ed's just like, Lorraine, you need to end the connection now. And then, um, you know, and then basically Ed runs and, um, takes her hand off of Jessica's body. Yeah. The sumo wrestler is running at Lorraine and he takes her hand off and then it just drops fucking dead. Yeah. Just like bonk right on the, (laughs) (laughs) I thought, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. That was more funny than anything. I loved it. So, but um, it's nice to see a little comedy here and there, you know? Yeah, it, it's it's not supposed to be comedy, but it comes off as comedy, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of funny. Well, there were some bits of about that in um in the first Conjuring with, like, the police officer. He's just, like, where he was, like, kind of, like, being all, like, manly and stuff, and he's, like, uh, you know, like, and it's, like, oh, I saw a ghost, you know? Yeah, there was so another... Stuff like that. Yeah, there was another comedy. Uh, the priest, when uh, Arnie's in the hospital, and he's, like, in the lights flicker or whatever, and he's, like... Oh yeah, it's bad wiring. It's bad wiring. It's a state building. You know. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it, there were some little bits of comedy, to kind of break the tension, and it, it yeah, it worked. Just a little less build up before a bigger scene. Yeah, you know, it's, it's always good to have like you know spurts of um. I guess that's why horror comedy usually works because it's like yeah, you know, there's yeah, two you know, like scary movie. It's kind of like the the cheddar and like caramel popcorn. Like you'd think it wouldn't work, but it does. You know what I mean? It doesn't. 
No, it totally does. No, it doesn't. You don't. You don't understand. No, I don't, and I I don't want to understand. Okay. Maybe I'm the weirdo here because I put I put syrup on eggs sometimes. No, that's not weird. That's, that's not weird. That's, that's not too weird. That's, I feel like that's I like probably ketchup the, on eggs. Well, people, it's gross. I mean, I don't like ketchup to begin with. Same. Yeah. Yeah. But I put salsa on eggs, salsa rancheros. Yeah, I can see that. Or uh, huevos rancheros. Yeah, but that's also on like, like omelets sometimes. Thing. So like I, I I've seen it before, even though I've seen ketchup on eggs before. It's disgusting. Anyway, let's get off of eggs here. Um, let's, <laughs> um, yeah, what else you got for notes? Um, uh, ooh, waterbed. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, well, hi. So before that, I'm getting, I said I was getting strong vibes from the exorcism of Ever- Emily Rose, which that was Never also saw that one. That was a good movie where the priest, um, who performs an exorcism and it results in the girl dying, um, he's in court for murder. And which I thought that was like really interesting. You don't really see too many too many movies where like it's it's a courtroom drama. Yeah, which is what I thought this movie was gonna be with the with the kind of like the like we're gonna see Arnie, we're gonna be like um, Ed and the Rain are gonna be like his defense and stuff. Which I thought I wanted to, I wanted to see that with like, but I guess they gave me a movie I didn't know that I wanted at the same time. Yeah, so I'm kind of glad it wasn't because that would have been just like. Eh. It would have been too boring. I mean, it wouldn't have been a Conjuring movie if it was that way. I feel like I feel like you could have made it like I don't know. Like it's the, I don't know. And in Conjuring Two, my favorite part was like when they're right when they give up and they're like, "We can't help you. Sorry, Miss Miss um I forgot her name. Miss uh, Enfield people, we can't help you out." And then they're on the train, and then they, oh yeah, and then like they're tape recordings cross each other and it's so i like when they do their own investigation and like they get haunted outside of that outside yeah. of like the actual case that they're working on yep i like that part so that that's what i kind of wanted in this movie and they i guess they sort of they sort of do with the, but like it's sort of like they're dealing with an entirely the, different case well they figure out I, um who the satanist or where the satanist is by like the map scene that's that's how they figure out who it is and lorraine was yeah. already on their way to see john noble's character which we gotta talk about him because he was fantastic yeah yeah okay oh, he's such a good actor yeah. um anyway um yeah they figured out where the satanist was because lorraine had a vision and there was you know water dripping or whatever there was a train somewhere mm-hmm. nearby and obviously we didn't realize it was john noble's house yeah where, well, it's, it's, which is, i'm i it, it happens to me all the time where it's like oh i recognize this actor and i'm like i don't like um you know like, of course of course they're going to be important to the plot if they just show up in one scene they're going to show up in, in, in like at least yeah. another scene um and they're going to be important to the plot and like i did that recently with um spiral i'm not going to spoil it but okay. there's a character there's an actor that i recognize and like of course he has something bigger to do with the plot like I'm like pfft, stupid. Yeah. But yeah, like it happens to me all the time, and I just always forget. <laughs> yeah, there were there are little hints sprinkled through. There's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie that I noticed, and it's like, okay, we should have realized something. I don't know if we heard like a train horn when we first got saw the house. I don't remember hearing that, but like there might have been one. Which that would have been. The probably would would have been yeah. If, I mean, if the filmmakers are really thinking. You know. Yeah, there was um. They said like uh. John Noble had a story about a woman who had put laid her neck on the train tracks, as well as a woman, a um, kid that was born with its six weeks early with its heart outside of its um, chest, and that was a little foreshadowing as well because there were like th- apparently like three um, three things for like the the devil in this movie or whatever. Yeah, the um, the, the child, the lover, and the man of God, right? Yeah, faith. Um, 
purity and uh, something else. I don't yeah. know. And like, so I got confused. And like, is Arnie supposed to be the the, the child? Because like originally it was going to be David, and then they exercised him. And now aren't now so is Arnie taking his place or is he the lover? Well, he didn't exercise him. He welcomed him in. I think he's still technically the child because that was Arnie. But like it still works because he had the child at one point. I guess maybe I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's not very explained very well. But then, like there's there's four people because if the man of God is Ed, Ed, then I am I am I'm just assuming that David would be the 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 purity. Yes. And then the lover, they kind of set something up a little bit with Jessica and Katie. Yeah, that they had kind of have a thing going. But Arnie's also in love with his girlfriend. I don't know her name. but That's true. It could have been either or. But I don't think the girls were related to the case. I think they were a different case. Yeah. So it ha- I think it is Arnie and his girlfriend is mm-hmm. the love. David was the child, and then there's the man of God, which was Ed. Yeah. So I mean that that I think makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. There was just like the B plot was the girls and everything, and that's that's where this movie kind of gets a little shaky for me because it's like it feels flimsy. It's a flimsy connection at best. Um. When you go from when we find the Satanist lady just kind of through this case, but they want to get the case files for Arnie. We have to investigate this other case with the girls, which I thought, you know, I mean, it's not too flimsy, but yeah, I can see, I can see your point. It doesn't feel as connected as David and David and Arnie, you know? Yeah. But I mean, not everything has to be connected. Yeah, I know. Like it's the same Satanist woman who's did to these lovers as well. Right. And then they find out, well, I think it is at least. See that's that's the thing we right? don't it's, know. It's flimsy and but that's, weird. For that's me. fine. You don't need to explain everything in the movie. You don't need to unless yeah, you're set, yeah, you do. unless you're setting up for a sequel, which I they mean, probably would be. But I don't think they are. I don't think they're doing like anything else with like this case. Yeah, I don't know where they go from here. I don't know any of the Warrens cases, but I have a feeling that the 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 trilogy this might just be a trilogy of, and then the universe is going to expand. Like we're, I hear the Crooked Man's coming out, and then yeah, might be doing, but the Crooked Man's been developed for like five years, so I don't, yeah. I don't know because I don't, I really don't know how what you, where you go with that one. Yeah, you know what either. I mean? Like, I mean they got they could just like do something with like all the shit in their closet. So I mean er, er, the uh, the room of all their uh, things they've taken. Like mm-hmm. there's, I want to know what the samurai is. I want to know what that samurai thing is. It's not going to be answered. I, I know, but that'd be cool. Like you know, they have like a Japanese storyline. It would be so they, cool. They go to Japan and stuff. That'd be cool. Or at least explain like what it is. And it's like maybe them telling a story or something. It starts off with them as maybe a that's cameo. A cold open. Yeah, like that's their cameo cool. or whatever. Yeah. And it's not a conjuring movie. It's just like whatever the samurai bullshit. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um. One thing that like I have like I have like questions here like what what's the master satanist plan? Like what's her plan? Like what well, does she want? Her plan was honestly I don't know what her plan was. Cuz like she wants to all right, so like she dies because the the demon wants a soul. Yeah. Right. So is her plan to sacrifice Arnie, but also sacrifice Katie and Jessica and Ed and... I think you have to do all three of those if you want to do it successfully. Okay. I think that's what it's getting at. Because he already... I guess she already got the girl. Right. Or I don't know. Sure, yeah, because I'm just, I'm just confused. Like, I mean, I, there probably isn't an answer. 
yeah, because it might it's not be. a horror movie. You know, you just got to be like like scary and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I would just like to like know because if if the demon goes away by just having by just getting um uh what's her what the the the, the satanist soul mm-hmm. that they only need one soul then or two at best because they got Katie and Jessica or well actually, well no because she got Jessica and then Jessica killed herself by jumping off a cliff right yeah i don't know i don't know and also just i'm 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 diving into the into the, the logistics of the plot and i, I know i'm not supposed to cuz it's the you know well, speaking of logistics of the plot how's the structure of the film to you uh, pretty good pretty solid you know pretty you solid. have an inciting incident with um arnie killing bruno and then you have a midpoint where you find out it's the satanist and then um you know the climax when obviously when the whole um, yeah big scene with the big scene with the, like the where they're all crossing over and everything so yeah pretty for, like basic tent pole structure yeah um and it does drag a little bit in the second half but like i don't think it drags in the second half they they have to they have to add in the 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 court case or the police case with Jessica and then they have to add in um Ed having the with the with the heart attack stuff they have to keep him being like have a, a scare with um where he almost kills the rain and stuff. So it works where they're getting closer, like a pinch point where they're getting closer to the evil, but they're not necessarily touching them. But um, one thing that um, I thought was interesting, I'm like, wait, so there's four Skype calls in the Conjuring universe now where they um, was at the scene with when Ed almost kills Lorraine. Um, Right. Like right before that, the Satanist lady is like in the house. And like talking to him and stuff, so that that's like their forced connection. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Lorraine and her have a have a connection and stuff, which I thought was interesting because now we have somebody who's like Lorraine's equal. Mm. That which I wish we I wish we learned more about the Satanist lady. Maybe we'll get like a prequel or her or something. Maybe because we already know her backstory though, because she's she was the daughter of the, who with the born with the heart outside of its body, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like we have that. So that's kind of cool that like Lorraine can kind of has like a an arch nemesis sort of now. That was that was cool. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I just don't see a story there. Oh yeah, me neither. I'm I'm saying like if they if they decide to go that route, like they'd be digging for a little bit. But as you said, I, I think this is the last Conjuring movie. I think we're gonna see. Yeah. Unless they do like another five years and then decide to make another one, as yeah. long as James Wan is involved, I'm gonna pay money to see this movie. Even yeah. though we didn't pay money to see this movie. We watched it on HBO Max, um, <laughs> but I still would pay money to see a Conjuring movie, no matter what. If James Wan is involved, yeah, in any capacity. And, yeah, and that, well, that's what I wanted to talk about with like, for this is the first time that he's not directing. Yes. Um. So he he's only producing. He's producing. And he wrote the story. Oh, okay. No, well, story is by him. So that's what it, I remember okay. seeing that. Yeah. So, but I definitely think he. Obviously, it would be better if he was in the director's seat. I understand he's a very busy person, so he needs to. You know, he's doing Aquaman two or something, right? I don't know if he's doing Aquaman two. Well, I don't know. He's doing other stuff. He, he's, yeah. he's he's a busy guy. He's he's mainstream now. Busy is, producing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. But like I like that he at least came back to produce it, and like and Michael Chavez or, or Chaves, I don't know how. Yeah, I think his it's name. Chavez. Chavez. He um. He has like he what he did did he do Annabelle three? No, he did oh, like, La Llorona. Yeah, okay. That one was okay. I never watched that one. It was like kind of like your basic um ghost story movie, 
Um, and he also did uh, Billie Eilish's Bury a Friend, um, which I, 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 I wanted, like, I, I saw that music video. I'm like, wow, this is really well directed. And, like, I liked all the different effects and stuff and, like, the body horror that is in that. So, like, it kind of works with, like, the body contortions and the horror uh. that, that happens here. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think he's a very talented. I, th- I still think he needs to cut his teeth a little bit more. Maybe not give him, maybe you gave him this movie a little too early um, because a lot of, a lot of predictable jump scares were in it. Um, and just overall, that's just the hard thing to do with horror because if you want to make something scary, um, you, you build up and then you have a, have a jump, but it's like finding those beats, finding creative beats in there is what makes horror. Yeah. And there was five years between movies here. So like they had time to come up with the story for this. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess again, I just think James Wan liked what he saw from the La Llorona. And they decided ultimately on him directing it, which is fine. He did a great job. He got you into the movie. He he sold the movie pretty well. It's mm-hmm. just uh, again pretty predictable in a way. But I mean, what else can you do? I mean, most horror movies are like that. So yeah, I mean, I did like that we actually see some deaths for once. Like you don't you, a lot of a lot of horror movies. Just, they like especially the Nun, which I noticed there was a very small cast and like not one of them died. I feel like the nun was only rated PG thirteen. All right, that might have been it. Um, yeah, which that, uh, I just want to say that most of the Conjuring universe movies are bad, except for like Annabelle Creation, which David F. Sandberg, which you are upcoming star. I'm glad you got Shazam, but I really want you to stick with horror because you are amazing. Yeah, no, the nun was R, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. They could have done more with that. They definitely could have done more with the nun. I expected more from the nun after the Conjuring too. Yeah, but it just it, it kind of fell flat. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's because you don't have James Wan. Yeah. You know, I, I don't even think I think he executive produced at, at best, or you know, just because he has to be a part of it. But yeah, ranking these movies, like for at least the Conjuring ones, this is probably the worst out of the three. Sadly. Yeah. But. Mm. I think two is still the best. Two is fantastic. Um, See, two I liked, but again, with with um, I think two and one are definitely very close together. They are. I think one edges its edges it out a little bit because my problem with two and this movie is the kind of ancillary connection between cases. So, um, Conjuring two does it does it lesser. So this one obviously I've gone over where like Jessica and Katie don't feel connected to it as much as I would want them to. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Conjuring Two, we get the cold open with with Amityville, and then that one introduces the nun there. Like she's coming from the Amityville haunting, and then she's haunting, and then Valak is like haunting the the Enfield, the Enfield murders. murders. Yeah. So you know, or the I don't even think there's any murders there. Yeah, the the Enfield house. Yeah. Um, so you know what I mean? Where it's kind of hopscotched over to that case, which it still works and everything. I just think it's weird that they would introduce. I, yeah, I don't know if their, like that actually happened. That was probably just like. Oh yeah, I'm saying the movie. The movie did that. Yeah, and like I don't think I don't you know if if you're having two separate cases, I think you should have like how Annabelle was set up in the first one. You have Annabelle, completely separate case. You introduce Warrens in their their creepy um, room full of uh, satanic. Objects. The room of horrors. Yeah, yeah, the room of horrors. And and then you have this completely new haunted house case, so I think that I think that's that it works better when you have separate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
that and yeah, I don't know. I I I'm just partial to the second one, and not necessarily because just because like we never really saw the Amityville movies done well, and they just did it with a cold open. Yeah, they're just like they they did a pretty good job with it. Um, again, I don't remember the story too much, but like I know the guy murders his family and stuff like that. Yeah, and. I didn't know the Warrens were actually involved with that. Yeah, I think like after they investigated it, then it got super famous. Yeah, probably. So interesting. Yeah, um, that and then of course the actual the the nun scene in the Warren house that was so well done. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my god, the build up the oh yeah. So I think I think well like I was saying like I I didn't want to call it then, but I think the scene where um, Arnie kills um, Bruno. Bruno. I think that was the. I don't think it's the highlight of the series because I, I definitely think either the um, the cabinet, the vanity scene in Conjuring One, or the nun scene with with the painting in Conjuring Two. The vanity was such a good scene, Dude, and then sh- of course there's shivers, hide and clap as well. Hide and clap but, is also I mean, classic. That's, that's just iconic. That's not necessarily the best scene. Yeah, but I, each of the movies had their own iconic thing. Like that was hide and clap was the first one. The second one was. Um, what was the second one? Did it have one? I feel like the second did. one to me is is when Janet's like contorted in like the like the um cabinet with the with the um ironing board where she's like her her foot is like above her head and she's like <laughs> you know what I mean yeah that's that's what I always remember like like that scene because it just like freaked me the fuck out because the like, body contortion is like ugh, you know yeah it's like so scary what was the trailer scene for that one though I think it was. It might have been when she's like possessed and like they're, they're, she's getting interviewed by by like the news reporter and she's like hey, hey, hey. like she's like there's like this weird dark cackle yeah the dark cackle and then uh, you see just Ed's face and then the background is like it looks like an old man too like the, the editing they did with that that yeah. was really well done yeah uh, I don't think that was in the trailer but like that kind of surprised me that was really cool yeah um and then this one was the um. I don't know if it had an iconic scene though. I mean, <sighs> well, I, I'd say with Bruno, I think it has to kill Bruno because just the weird jump scare, but like it's tense enough to where like that, that jump scare works. And like, I'd, I'd like, I like the claustrophobic kind of sense that that scene had. And like the kind of like the wet claustrophobic, the scene. wet, wet schizophrenic, claustrophobic ADHD, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean that, that's probably the most iconic thing here, but like it's, it, Maybe the morgue, because like maybe mm. I don't know. Mm. See, this one it it just didn't have that. Didn't have the spice. Didn't have the yeah the spice <laughs> that James Wan had with the first two. Yeah. So that's that's the only thing with this movie. I mean, if I'm gonna rate it, oh you will, why don't we, why don't we start off with ranking them? So, oh yeah, well obviously I said well, two out, out of all the movies though, like the entire Conjuring universe. You have. I haven't seen all the movies, so I can't. Oh, you haven't. Well, I put Annabelle one, or, and then no Annabelle three, Annabelle one, uh, the nun. Uh, you put La Llorona up that high? Oh right, yeah, La, La Llorona. <laughs> I forgot that. I forgot that one. So in between Annabelle and Annabelle three, so Annabelle, Annabelle three, Annabelle one, La Llorona, or no Annabelle. Fuck. Well, you are Annabelle drunk. <laughs> Annabelle three, La Llorona, Annabelle one, um, <laughs> uh, you said the nun, right? The nun, 
Conjuring 3, Annabelle Creation, Conjuring 2, Conjuring 1. I think that I think that's my ranking. Okay. Well, out of the ones I've seen, um, Annabelle 3 is at the bottom. Um, no, I haven't seen 3. I'm stupid. And the first Annabelle. We watched it like at a party at my house I mean, it was. a while ago, but mm-hmm. it was on the background there, and we went to... Um, we went to like the store or something, and then we came back, and the movie was over. Oh, actually, no, I'm I'm taking that back. The Nun is the worst one I've seen. The Nun uh, is really bad. The The Nun, um, then Annabelle one, then is there is one missing? No, I guess not. Uh, then three one two, three one two. Yeah. Okay. So we we're we're the same except for the Conjuring. Two. Conjuring. Do you think Conjuring two is better? Yeah. So. Honestly, I, I I do think it is better. Um, and well, that, that, that's the cool thing because they're they're so close together, in my opinion. And I was glad that like in, the, in with Conjuring Two, I got the Easter egg like immediately, and like it was, like um, I, I saw Valak on like the 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 bookshelf, and I'm like, I bet my friend like bet you ten bucks that the demon's name is Valak, and like, like best ten bucks I ever made. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, and as for this movie. I'm going to give it a, oh, God, 75. 75? Wow, okay. 75. Um, again, fantastic. Acting. Top tier. Top mm-hmm. tier horror movie acting. Um, the cinematography was really well done in the movie. They had, The scene setups were really well done. Mm-hmm. Like Everything, honestly, but the B story was really well done in this movie. And I don't know. I feel like maybe the story wasn't as fleshed out as it could have been. Yeah, if you have five years to do that, you know, you feel like where it would go. Yeah, it 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 is what it is. But yeah, it, it it's a seventy five just for like everything really, but the B story. Mm. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at too. But I'm gonna give it like a seventy eight just because I like. <laughs> I like where like, I think this new director has like a lot of promise, and I like the way he directs. And a lot of horror, a lot of horror is direction. Yeah, because he got execution. he got us into the movie, yeah. really well. So I, I was like into it, and like I, the only times I had to like look away was because I was working or I was dealing or Sep was like having trouble with the, with the social media. But I paid att- like I wanted to physically pay attention to this one, and like I had to like rip myself away from it. So the director definitely put me into it. But um, I guess it's your fault. You didn't really pay attention to it. Well, I paid attention. I took <laughs> I know, notes I know, and everything. I know, I know, You just had to deal with other things. Yeah. I get it, yeah. Um, so yeah, 78, because again, with the storyline, I think I think they could have worked that in better. Yeah. Um, and they add in like the police officer saying, um, honoring the girl's grave. When like he was only yeah, that in, like, was weird. Two like scenes. I didn't know he was that close. It was never specified how close he was with the case. Yeah, I mean, like, like, it was a weird thing. I guess he just needed screen time. I, I, yeah, don't, know. It was, I don't know. Um, it was one of those weird things. All right, so we're doing a little cut in here for um, one of our friends who wants to join in on this podcast and possibly even I don't know shit on this movie a little bit. Uh, Alyssa, what do you got to say about this? Um. Well, I've got quite a lot to say about this movie. So. I'm one of, like, the Conjuring films are kind of my favorites out of all of the horror movies, at least the newer horror movies. Um, but I, I I loved the first Conjuring. I loved the second Conjuring. I very much enjoyed The Nun. I thought Annabelle movies were really good. This one did not do it for me. Um, I just, 
I, I think maybe I got a little confused because I thought that this exorcism was one that they had previously like hinted about in one of the older movies. And I was like, oh, this is going to be really exciting. Like you're finally going to see that like clip that they reenacted from like one of the earlier films. And then it turns into something that was not even relatively what I thought it was going to be. Like I thought that this kid was going to end up possessed by the demon. They were going to go in and do perform an exorcism. It was going to be one of the ugliest ones they had seen. I mean, we already saw in the beginning of the movie where, you know, this demon is obviously quite powerful. I mean, um, Ed has a heart attack because of how strong and how powerful the demon really is. And I think it pissed me off because somehow they managed to make it about some crazy witch lady that lived in like this tomb in the woods and she was like cursing these people. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I just, I, it kind of lost me. And I know uh, Dan kind of had a play by play as I was watching this movie and being like, what the fuck am I watching? Cause it, it, I feel like the first, like, like probably like the first really big scene that like first, like 20 minutes of the movie where they're in the house and the kid is clearly possessed by this demon. It was so good. Like, I just thought the acting was really strong. I think that child actor, I don't really remember his name, but he's been in, like, Haunting of Hill House and a couple other, like, horror films. He is so good. He's a really great actor, and he, like, really sold um, that, like, first opening scene. So, like, they started off so strong, and then uh, they completely lost me by the time that they started bringing witchcraft into it. Because I think the other thing, too, is, like, doing a little bit of research about witchcraft and everything, like, seeing what it actually is about it's not about conjuring demons and cursing people with them and their possession like it has nothing to do with any of that so i think that kind of also pissed me off but i just i feel like it really didn't feel like a conjuring movie at all like it started off so strong they had a really good like lead into the movie for it to be this crazy thing that this you know young guy was going to be possessed by this demon and it was going to be completely catastrophic and for it to turn into this complete failure was very disappointing. I gave it like a two out of 10, maybe at best. Yikes. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a harsh rate. Jeez. I, yeah, I gave it a 75 like it. and Danny gave it a 78. <laughs> yeah. Two out of 10. It's not I, good. I'm just a fan of the, the Conjuring movies. So it's like, I wasn't too bothered by it. I mean, I did, I did get like, I wanted to see the, um, actual trial of arnie and stuff and like have have it more be more about the case instead of being about the yeah exactly i i I think that's kind of why i was really disappointed because i don't know if you guys remember but like there was that scene in i want to say it was the first movie where they're like they have a um Oh my God. There was like a, a quick scene of them doing like performing a, an exorcism of what they considered to be one of the worst ones. I don't, I think it was the first one. It was like maybe a quick, like couple minutes. They were showing it while they were at like a, uh, like a lecture at a college or something. Oh, the, the guy with the upside down cross in him. Yeah. I thought that was the same case and I got kind of lost a little bit because the guy looked similar to Arnie. So I thought that it was the same one and I had to go back and look it up and I found out it wasn't. So that like kind of was a little disappointing, but that was like just my own brain playing tricks on me. So I couldn't really hold that against them. But 
I just like they they made it out to be like, oh, this this demon's so dark, it's a really powerful entity, and then it went nowhere, and I kind of was upset, especially because like the second, the first and second movies are just so ungodly strong that it was kind of a letdown. I don't know, maybe two out of ten is a harsh grade, but I just maybe I, I was being a little dramatic, but a little, a little salty. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's not what you were expecting. That's that's fair. No, no, not at all. It was it was upsetting. Yeah. And Dan already knows about all of my like super weird paranormal stuff. So like I'm very much in tune with it. Yes. And I think that's why I just was like upset about it because it was very inaccurate. And like, I just feel like it went so far out and left field that it didn't really feel like a Conjuring movie. Like I remember being in the theater, like Dan and I went together to go see the Conjuring 2. I think we were still in college when that came out. Yeah. And we like met up because it was like over the summer we went to go see it together and i remember like my heart stopping when they're at, like that end scene where they're like on the train and um like she's kind of like collecting her thoughts and having this weird vision and then um valak the nun like comes flying at her face in the vision like i like jumped back into my chair and i like actually felt my like whole like heart stop and that that was like one of the first actual horror movies to scare the living shit out of me. Yeah, I always I always say the scene in that movie that made it for me was when they were in um the Warren house and then you see the shadow of the nun going to the portrait. That scene Oh my god, that was so, so suspenseful and so well done. Oh, that was so perfect. That was yeah. really good. Yeah, and I- I'm really sad James Wan didn't direct this because he directed the first two. Um, yeah, I, I thought like he did a really good job with those ones. He did, and maybe that's why. Like, I, I see a lot of inconsistencies, and maybe why I didn't like it as much. But because, like, I feel like when you have consistent like directing in certain movies, and then you just drop to somebody completely different, it yeah, unless- kind of shakes up the entire almost plot line in a sense, and it doesn't feel the same. It just feels mm-hmm. wrong. And I think that's kind of why I didn't like it. Because, I mean, it, you kind of know how I feel about The Last Jedi already. But, like, I mean, that's how I felt when Ryan Johnson directed The Last Jedi instead of, like, one of the people like George Lucas or, like, J.J. Abrams or whatever, like, really taking charge on. <laughs> Danny's just like, I like her. <laughs> I hated The Last Jedi. It was so fucking bad. Sorry to get off topic, but it was so bad. No, you're good. You're good. Um, it's just like when that when the directors change like that, it just it doesn't feel authentic. Well, even when directors don't change, like you know the, the original Spider Man trilogy, three was so weird, and like <laughs> I, I think he was, leave Raimi alone. I think Raimi was just burnt leave him out. alone. He's so good. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I don't know, but those like I feel like I like the Raimi trilogy for the same reason that I really like. Um, the like the prequel series of star wars it's just mm. the nostalgia behind it. it it's like they're all corny they're all so cringe but they're like so corny and cringy that they're great and i yeah obsessed with them all right that's this has been our episode on the conjuring three the devil made me do it uh thank you to Alyssa for sending in her thoughts on the movie or very blunt thoughts if i might be honest i like the movie for what it was but you know what it's it is what it is i want we want to hear your opinions let us know what you thought of the conjuring three if you've seen it um find us on facebook instagram and twitter twitter with the handle at movie drunks cast i'm dan 
I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. Also be sure to find us on Letterboxd at Movie Drunks and TikTok at Movie Drunks Cast. And pay attention to the socials for the next movie. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, oh, here, here we go. Stay cool, everyone. Cheers, bitch. Ah.